It is a brand new year. And for one fan base, 2023 will be the year that they embrace where everything went right and they ended a certain amount of suffering. And for some other franchises, the agony will continue. We're updating the suffering index on New Year's Day 2023. It's a brand new year for Locked On MLB. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Check out my lower third. You can call me Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who is now beginning his fifth year with the Locked On Podcast Network. I've been podcasting for well over a decade now, but for Locked On, it's been five years, and it's been fun. And let's have more fun this year on January 1st, 2023. You're popping the champagne. Yesterday's show, we had H-Town Wheelhouse and I were talking about saying goodbye to 2022. Today, we're saying hello to 2023. I'll explain a little bit about my background in a second. (coughs) Excuse me, my first cough of the new year. Follow us at Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Sully Baseball Podcast, and you can check out some of the other great shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network, including Lockdown Sharks. Are you an NHL fan? Uh, I went to a Sharks game just the other day. I'm up here in the Bay Area, and I went to, with a few friends to see the Sharks uh, absolutely wet the bed against the Philadelphia Flyers. And when we went down there, I was my friend Noel was driving me down to the uh, the SAP Center which is where the Sharks play. Everyone just called it the Shark Tank. And she said, oh, well, when we go down, we should listen to a, a Sharks podcast. And she put on Locked On Sharks without even putting two and two together that I do Locked On MLB. So she puts on the thing here, the Locked On Podcast Network. And like the Grinch, my heart exploded with pride knowing that the Locked On Podcast Network is spreading all throughout, not just in baseball and basketball, football, hockey, whatever your sports, not just baseball. I know I'm a, I'm a savant and I mainly, I really only care about baseball, although I had a great time at the Sharks game, but uh, it's everywhere. So there you go. By the way, happy new year. Happy January 1st. You may notice I'm a different background in a different place um, in my life, but also a different place here. Uh, and this is my, uh, the room that I lived in. This is my high school room. I'm up here in my in my mother's house, and you see some of the, the 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 Red Sox pictures up there from the from the '80s and the '90s, and uh, but not today. But uh, yeah, so no better way to show that you're a mature 50 year old man than sitting in your childhood room talking baseball. Hey, <clears throat> it's a new year, and as I said, you know the, the main thrust of the show on New Year's Eve was saying goodbye to a year where. If you're an Astros fan, it was, you know, Astros fans didn't want last year to end. You know, they had a, they had a magical October. They had a phenomenal season. They won the pennant. Uh, they won the division. 
They wound up beating New York for the pen in a in a pretty decisive sweep. They swept Seattle and they swept New York to go to the World Series, and then found a resilient Philadelphia team, uh, the first third place team ever to win a pennant. And the Phillies had a lot of bite, but once the Astros threw that complete the uh, combined no hitter. Um, Everything fell their way, and Jordan Alvarez hit that home run, and Dusty Baker finally got the the weight off of his shoulder, and any argument against him to go to the Hall of Fame is now non-existent. So 2022 is in the past. Now we're 2023. Will the Astros repeat? Will there be another team that will win? Will there be some other great figure to come up? I don't know, but there's one thing that I've been doing for the last few years and that is I've been trying to quantify suffering. I've been trying to come up with a metric to see which franchise is suffering. And I've done some tinkering with it over the years. And I think I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, getting closer and closer to uh, uh, a true metric of it. The, the, what inspired me to do this was in 2016, Cubs won the World Series. And throughout my entire life, there were three teams, three classical teams that were kind of joined at the hip of suffering. Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox, and my beloved Boston Red Sox. And their connection was they were the teams that had the longest drought. The Cubs were from 1908, the White Sox from 1917, the Red Sox 1918. And there were some sort of cosmic curses that were put to each one of them. The White Sox were the only one that made any sense. They threw the World Series in 1919 and won the World Series since. The Red Sox traded away Babe Ruth uh, for cash to the Yankees so the Harrison Frazee can make some more Broadway shows. And there was some nonsense with the Billy Goat with the Cubs. Um, There were other much more, (coughs) excuse me, much more... uh, uh, factual reasons why those teams didn't win. The dreadful Yawkeys owned the Red Sox, and the Cubs were mismanaged, and the White Sox uh, made some bad moves. So, But they had that sort of aura. These were the teams that, fan bases that were suffering the most. But when the Red Sox won in 04, the White Sox won in 05, and the Cubs won in 2016, suddenly all those teams got off the schneid. And I try to think, well, who's now the most suffering? And I think, was it Washington fans? Was it Cleveland fans? And so I created what is called the suffering index, which is my own metric. And with and over the last, I've done it over the last couple of years, and I've added a few things, much to the suggestions of people. And if some of you want to make some suggestions to it, fine. What I've tried to do with it, and I'll explain the suffering index right now. Um, we take... It's a formula. You take the number of years since a team's last won a World Series. Then the number of years since a team's last pennant, and you divide that you divide that by four. The number of years since the uh, the previous World Series title before the last one. So like for the Red Sox, that would be 2013. And you divide that by eight. The reason why I do some of this is I take into account a fan base is suffering if they've made it to the World Series or they've made it to multiple World Series, but they don't have the same uh, strength in or the same weight in terms of calculating their suffering than a World Series title. So number of years since the team last won it, number of years since the last pennant divided by four, 
Number of years since the previous World Series title, since the last one. Divide that by eight. The number of years since the last postseason appearance. I don't care if it's a wild card game, division title. Divide that by 16. Then the number of deciding games, like game seven, game five, or a one-game playoff, lost since the last World Series title, times 10. Because those are the games that you think, oh, my God. If we win this, we move on. If we win this, we clinch. And if you lose that game, that just is like a stake in the heart. And that's multiply that by 10. You subtract the number of one-game playoffs or deciding games won. That's not, you know, and that's just this flat number, not multiply or divide that. And that, for years, was the suffering index. It kept doing count the last title, penance, and everything like that. But last year, someone made a suggestion that I have to take into account the sub-500 seasons and 100 lost seasons, because that adds to the suffering as well. And so I was wondering, why are the Royals not suffering, or the Royals and Marlins are not suffering at the same rate as the Yankees, if you're not taking into account the bad seasons? And that's a good idea. So you you add to the equation the number of sub-500 seasons since the last World Series title times two, the number of 100 lost seasons since the last World Series title times three. And that's, you you add most of those, you wind up subtracting the number of one-game playoffs and deciding games one. You add those together and you have the suffering index. And... This will be, if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever, or if you're listening on your your podcatcher, then you will be able to, I'll have the formula written out there. But I think that this takes into account the length of time waiting for titles, the number of times you're going into the postseason, the number of heartbreaking losses you have, the number of bad seasons that they've had since the last World Series title, I think that you've you could be able to see that it has some validity and the teams the way they're ranked look at I think it's a surefire bet that whichever team has the highest suffering index is a fan base that's really suffering big time and if you're going to make any bets go to betonline.net which remains your number one source for sports betting information stats news and analysis Get the latest odds on the bowl games, on professional football, on the NBA, on the NHL. Check out how the Sharks are doing. I would have lost a lot of money if I bet money on the Sharks when they had a 3-1 to one lead the other day, and they blew it. Check out Locked on Sharks. It's a good show. Uh, if you love sports podcasts, you can have those at Bet Online as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online. It's where the game starts. My first live ad read for the new year. Happy New Year to you. Um, okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to go through 1 through 30 and to see which fan base is suffering the least, which is suffering the most, and along the way, sort of point out why one team has had, you know, is suffering one fan base is suffering more than the other okay um the least suffering fan base this is coming in with a grand total of 2.81 are 
the Houston Astros. And I think that's pretty easy to figure out why. You know, across the board, no waiting since their last, you know, since the their last title and their previous title. Yes, I am counting 2017. There's no way to factor in people hating them. But across the board, Astros fans, you have nothing to complain about. Nothing. And you have a very good chance to winning back-to-back titles. So they have a suffering index of 2.81. Coming at number two are the Atlanta Braves, who have a suffering index of 6.06. Again, not a long wait from their last World Series title, and they had a previous title in 95, which wasn't that long ago. Um, and no hundred, no loss, you know, they have 100 win seasons since their last title. You know, no losing deciding games or anything like that. So, okay, good for them. Uh, number three, and this is the last of the single-digit suffering index, is the L.A. Dodgers at 7.19. Um, again, recent World Series title, uh, no losing seasons, no deciding games lost, no game sevens or one-game playoffs, uh, no way to factor in the goose. Okay, so those are your top three least suffering fan bases are Houston, Atlanta, and Los Angeles. And no surprise, they all have very good chances to build on a World Series title. Uh, Coming at number four, they complain a lot, but no reason to suffer. Coming at number four are the Red Sox at 11.63. They had a World Series title in 18. Yeah, there's a lot of shenanigans with that one, but if I'm going to count 17, I'm going to count 18. And their previous title before that was 13. Before that was 07. Um, they haven't lost any do or die games. They did get eliminated by Houston. Uh, they've had one losing season since uh, winning the World Series. But not a lot to suffer there. Um, the Washington Nationals come in at number five. They're helped out by the fact that they have a recent World Series title and haven't lost any big, huge deciding games. That what hurts them is the, you know, they've had some losing seasons since winning the World Series. And the fact that this is, by the way, I'm counting the fan base here, not necessarily talking about the franchise. When you count their previous World Series title, you have to go all the way back to 1924. So that adds it a little bit. By the way, I, if a team has never won a World Series, I date their waiting for their, you know, the, the length of a World Series uh of the weight of that fan base to be their first year. For example, the San Diego Padres have never won a World Series, so I have their suffering index goes back to 1969. Okay, so the bottom five would include the Nationals, Red Sox, Dodgers, Braves, and Astros. The Giants, who used to have the lowest suffering index because of their multiple World Series title, have moved all the way down to six. Now, part of that has to do with the fact that they have had a couple of losing seasons uh, and a couple that has to do with the fact that they lost a do or die game to the Los Angeles Dodgers a few years ago. Um, and number seven, oddly are the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Am I reading those? Yeah. The Diamondbacks are next um, that they've, it's uh, you know, they've been waiting for a world series for a while, but they've had some, decent years. It's just strange that they're the Royals are at number eight. Again, the thing that's hurt the Royals, they've had a recent World Series championship. They haven't lost any do or die games, but they've had some hundred lost seasons along the way. 
The Cubs are at number nine. Uh, one thing that hurts them is the length for their previous World Series title. 2016 is a short distance. 1908 is pr- quite a long distance. And the losing seasons they've had and the do-or-die loss that they've had as well. Um, in the uh, wild card game a few years ago, uh, pads theirs. The St. Louis Cardinals come at number 10 at 43.44. They've been hurt by a bunch of do-or-die loss games since their last World Series title, and they've been helped by a couple World Series championships and no losing seasons. Okay, so those are your 10 fan bases with the least to complain about. Cardinals, Cubs, Royals, counting down from 10, Cardinals, Cubs, Royals, Diamondbacks, Giants, Nationals, Red Sox, Dodgers, Braves, Astros. Okay. Now come the middle groups. And this is where it gets weird. And this is where I have to to have some explanations why some of these teams are in the middle group of suffering. You have at number 11. Oop, I just lost it. Where'd it go? At number 11, you have the Phillies. Recent World Series championship. Uh, in 2008, a recent trip to the World Series just last year, a recent trip to the playoffs, obviously. Um, several losing seasons since their last World Series title and losing a do-or-die game uh, to the Cardinals hurt their chances. Uh, the Angels are coming in at number 12. Uh, what's hurt them a bunch is the losing seasons that they've had in a row. You know, they've not been able to put a winning product on the field for a while. Um, They've lost a couple of, uh, they've not lost any do or die games, but they have had a couple of, you know, truly bad seasons along the way. What's helped the Marlins at number 13 is a recent playoff appearance during COVID and that their two World Series titles were kind of close to each other and not that, that long ago. Uh, What really hurts the Marlins are the multiple losing seasons and 100 loss seasons. At number 14, you have the Blue Jays, who are helped by recent playoff appearances, but hurt by some of those playoff losses uh, and some of the losing seasons they've had since Joe Carter's home run. Uh, The White Sox, uh, again, some of the losing seasons since uh, winning the 2005 World Series title uh, has put them at number 15. Now, the Yankees are strange. The Yankees are the 16th. They're smack dab in the middle of suffering. And part has to do with the fact that, you know, it's been 14 years since they've won a title. Um, they have had no losing seasons, so that helps them. They've had no 100-loss seasons. That also helps them. But here's something that really hurts them. Since winning the 2009 World Series, the Yankees have lost five, count them, five, do-or-die games, whether it's Game 7 of the ALCS against Houston, whether it was a wild-card game against the Astros in 2015, a wild-card game against the Red Sox in 2021, whether it was Game 5 against the uh, uh, Detroit Tigers in 2011. Those do-or-die losses build up after a while. And the Yankees have lost a pile of them since winning the 2009 World Series. The fact that there's been, you know, 14 years since they've won it has not helped matters either. But those frustrating, oh, what could have been moments 
have added to the Yankees' um, suffering. The uh, They're at 16. At 17 are the Rays at 82.92. Again, a couple of do-or-die losses for the Rays have certainly uh, not helped them. The other thing that really hurts the Rays is the fact that they've never won the World Series. So it's been 25 years, 25 seasons waiting for a title for the Rays, but that also means there was a bunch of losing seasons that they've had and several hundred lost seasons along the way. So that builds up their uh, their suffering. At 18 would be the Rockies, who have had what hurts them the most are all the losing seasons. They've never won the World Series. Uh, Minnesota is on here, not just for the fact that they've had so many playoff losses and a couple of do or die one game playoffs that they have lost and a couple of wild card games that they've lost along the way, but also some of the losing seasons and some of the hundred loss seasons that they've had since winning the 1991 world series and rounding out the middle portion would be the Detroit Tigers. Again, what's hurt them a bunch. They've, they've not lost any do or die games. They've just the waiting for the world series and, also a bunch of the losing seasons since 1984. They've had a couple of the worst seasons in baseball history since winning the World Series in 1984, where their loss total gets to the 110s. That's not good. And that gets us through the bottom. That's the 20, 1 through 20, the least suffering. Now, take a little break here. We come back. We are going to go through the fan bases with the 10 highest suffering index. By the way, Detroit suffering index came in at 107.19. Houston's is at 2.81. So the suffering for Detroit is more than 100 points higher than Houston's. But when we start getting into these next bunch, you're going to see that the suffering index can go through the roof. So. Which are the 10, according to my suffering index, the fan bases with the highest suffering index? I'll call them the bottom 10. At number tw- number 21, with a suffering index of 112.31, are the Cincinnati Reds. The 33 years waiting for a World Series doesn't help matters. The losing seasons don't help matters. A hundred loss season doesn't help matters. And some do or die games, whether it is game five against the San Francisco Giants or the wild card game against the Pirates, those add up. And they've been adding up in the hearts of Reds fans. At number 22, with a 125.81 suffering index, that would be the New York Mets. The Mets coming in with 37 years since their last title, a pair of do-or-die games that they have lost along the way, including a a wild-card game against the Giants and a called third strike to Carlos Beltran. They all pile up after a while. They do that, plus 100-loss season and a bunch of losing seasons along the way. The Mets fans are piling up the the moments of suffering, which means that if the Mets win this year, and they very well could, what a release of suffering this would be. At number 23, 
with a suffering index of 136.31 are the Seattle Mariners. What hurts the Mariners is that they've been around for 46 years and they've never won a World Series. They've never won a pennant. So the wait for a World Series, a pennant, really right there, I mean, with nothing else to count, their suffering is in the high 50s. Take into account all the losing seasons. Remember, the Mariners didn't have a winning season until the 90s and had some 100 lost seasons along the way. Those are still there compounding. They've not had a World Series title to release any of that energy. So they're at number 23. At number 24, the once-proud Baltimore Orioles, who are putting together something good, but it's been 40 years since they've won a World Series, or a pennant for that matter. And they've not been in the playoffs recently. And they've lost a couple of do-or-die games, including one where Ubaldo Jimenez served up that home run to Juan Encarnacion. And, lest we forget, they've had some dreadful seasons, including 1988, where they couldn't get a win if they tried. And those are all still compounding. I mean, they've had 400 lost seasons since their last World Series title. Coming at number 25, another team that has a legit shot to winning a World Series in 2023 and relieving a ton of suffering, they're the San Diego Padres. It's been 54 years, 54 years that the San Diego Padres have been around, and they have never won the World Series. Plus, they've had some dreadful years, tons of losing seasons, 100 lost seasons along the way, and those still are building up the 146.31 total. Okay, we are now down to the bottom five. At 26, with a suffering index of 156.81, are the Astros' Cousins in Texas, the Texas Rangers. Again, they've been around for 51 years. I've never won a World Series. Oh, if only Nelson Cruz had timed his leap differently. All those years where they had losing records, all those years where they lost 100 games, those are still pounding them out there. And the Texas Rangers are sitting there waiting for World Series number one. Now, number 27 is a franchise that has won four World Series titles in my lifetime. And yet they're the fourth highest suffering, and that's the Oakland A's. Now, it's been 34 years since they've won a World Series. True. And they've had some losing seasons since then. True. I'll tell you the thing that absolutely kills the A's suffering index is nine times, nine times, Since winning the 1989 World Series, nine times the A's have been in a do-or-die game, a one-game playoff, whether it's the wild-card game, which like they or the uh, game five of a division series. And in those nine times, they've lost all nine. 2000 game five division series, 2001, 2002, and 2003 game five of the division series. All four of those years, lost them. 2012, Game 5 of the Division Series, lost it. 2013, Game 5 of the Division Series, lost it. The wild card game in 2014, wild card game in 2019, lost all of them every single time. Right there, that's 90 points. That's 90 points on the suffering index 
right there, which is higher than the Rockies' total suffering index. All those years, the A's think what could have been in any one of those years, just watch Brad Pitt's reaction at the beginning and the end of Moneyball, and you'll understand why only three teams have suffered more than Oakland A's fans at this point, which brings us to the bottom three. Now, at 28 are the Milwaukee Brewers, and I'm counting Milwaukee fans waiting since 1957 for a World Series title. The Milwaukee Braves won a World Series, and Milwaukee has a more recent World Series title than another team on this list. Just not with the Brewers, but with the Braves. Some of the do-or-die games that they have lost have piled up. They have 40 count there, including Game 7 of the 1982 World Series and the 2018 uh, National Championship Series, plus losing the wildcard game in 2019. Lots of suffering going on in the city of Milwaukee as they're at 187.56, which gets us to the bottom two. Which are the two franchises that are suffering the most in terms of their fan base? At number 29, with a suffering index of 190 on the dot, they are family. They are the Pirates. 44 years since their last World Series title and pennant for that matter. Lots of losing seasons. Remember, they didn't win. They couldn't reach 500 between Francisco Cabrera's hit and winning the wild card in 2013. 1992 to 2013, losing records every single year, that'll hurt. Bunch of 100 lost seasons, that'll hurt too. Do what also hurts? Losing game seven of the NLCS in back-to-back years, including the Cabrera hit. Losing game five of the division series. Losing back-to-back wild card games. All those do-or-die games build up. That's not just the length that Pirate fans have been uh, suffering in terms of waiting for a title, but when they came so close to erasing it all. Well, that's why they have the second highest suffering index of any team in Major League Baseball, which brings us to the ultimate, number 30. Now, remember... The Astros had a suffering index under three. This team has a suffering index of 254.69. The suffering, whether you call them the Indians or the Guardians, the Cleveland fans suffering, who didn't even get to see a World Series title in the Major League movies, let alone in Major League Baseball. It's been 75 years since Cleveland has won a World Series title. Put that in perspective. For me personally, if Cleveland doesn't win a World Series by the year 2034, then Cleveland's drought will have equaled the Red Sox drought from 1918 to 2004. They would be equals This is the territory we are approaching, folks, with Cleveland. 75 years, the diamond anniversary of Cleveland's last World Series title. Now, they won a pennant recently. They've been in the playoffs recently. But what really hurts them, beyond 75 years, right there, without calculating anything else, 
that's a higher, you know, th that would just calculate with that, that would put on number 17 in the list without adding anything else. But think about all the do or die games they lost. You have to go all the way back to this October where they lost to the Yankees in game five. They lost to the Yankees in game five in 2017 as well when they had the best team in baseball. And that came a year after they lost game seven of the World Series in extra innings. In fact, in the era of the wild card, only two World Series game sevens went into extra innings, 1997 and 2016. Cleveland lost both of them. Cleveland lost do or die game to the Red Sox in 1999, to the Seattle Mariners in 2001, to the Red Sox again in 2007, to the Rays in 2013. All the times they lost a game five of it, a wild card game, a game five of a division series, a game seven of an ALCS, a game seven of the World Series, eight times they did that. Eight different times two of which would have won a World Series title. If they held on to the leads, they had. if they held the lead in 1997 and won the, uh, and, and drove home one run in the ninth inning in 2016, Cleveland would have one of the lowest suffering indexes. They would be along the line of Atlanta's. It would be somewhere in the, it would be, it would be in the, like, eight. It'd be one of the teams that they could sit back and say, hey, we're doing well. Which is one of the reasons why I have been pushing the billionaires who run the Cleveland Guardians to stop making them a bottom-of-the-barrel payroll. Because in order to relieve the suffering of this fan base, which is the only suffering index that broke the 200 barrier, you add a few bats to this lineup. They'll be a legitimate pennant contender. And you'll roll the proverbial dice and try to win a title. Take them off the schneid. Give fans, using the rule of seven, for those who follow the show, you know that I believe that you don't really start to make concrete memories of a sports team, you know, your sports memories, until you're around seven years old. If you are younger than 82 years old, you have no memory of a Cleveland World Series title. Syracuse and Rochester have had NBA titles more recently than Cleveland has had a World Series title. Milwaukee has. Milwaukee had the 57 Braves. That's more recent. So there you have it. One of those teams I just mentioned is going to win the World Series. One of them is going to lose the World Series. One of them is going to have a heartbreaking playoff. Which one will it be? Will it be Astros? Will they be able to just keep piling on and you know giving their fans nothing to complain about for an entire decade? Is it going to be the Braves or the Dodgers adding to their World Series titles of this decade? Will it be the Yankees getting off the schneid and making their fans, you know, relieving any suffering that their fans may have? Or will... I mean, you take a look at some of these teams that have the highest suffering index. Milwaukee, Cleveland, San Diego, Seattle, the Mets. Five of them could be legit pennant contenders. Five of them 
could have that generational moment. Five of them could, to paraphrase the not-as-famous line from Field of Dreams, could ease their pain. We'll find out. It's the beginning of the new year. We have 365 days before this year is over. But when we, su- when we calculate the suffering index again next Christmas time, it'll be different. But will the order be different? Well, we'll see. But one thing I know is we're going to be doing this podcast all season long, all off season long. We got some great shows coming up here for the first week of the year. And I just want to thank you so much for making Locked On MLB your first listen in the new year of 2023. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, games, recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today is available on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down the suffering index and showing why there's a sense of urgency with some of these teams. This has been your New Year's Day edition of Locked On MLB. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sullivan.